0: Hey. Hey. Why don't we start by uh, you introducing yourself, which is a weird thing to do when we've been talking every week?
1: <laughs> okay. So, um, my name is Kathy Keane. I'm the community manager for Alternative Dating App Field. And I have been with the company for just under a year now. Um, My primary role is organizing events and developing partnerships with other brands and people who share our core values.
0: People have obviously heard the field ads. I want everyone to know that Kathy is my hero who made the whole thing possible. (laughs) This is like a totally self-serving question. But why did you decide to push (laughs) that like hedonist was a thing that was worth the headache of making happen?
1: So I was aware that although there were slight differences in the stories I was being told about the scene that um, that most of the time the similarities were there and that most people that were kind of um, all the people that were at least interesting to me on a personal level all wanted the same things which is um, consent and respect to be the very basic things that you would expect from any kind of relationship whether it just be you know a temporary sexual one or something a bit more meaningful and When I listened to Hedonist, I felt like it really matched um, those values and would definitely attract and draw uh, the same kind of people that I hope to attract and draw on a personal level, but also the same kind of people I'm trying to attract and draw with the events and the partnerships that I've been building.
0: I think, like, in there, it's clear that this is more than just a job for you. (laughs)
1: Well, I think the reason that I ended up in the job is for that reason that I'm, I mean, Field gave me something I didn't have before, which was a chance to be open about my lifestyle without the threat of losing friends or feeling like I was alienating myself because I was quite lonely in my lifestyle choices before I joined Field. My husband and I have been in an open relationship for six years, just over six years, And at one point we felt the need to come out um, about that to friends and family because our relationships with a couple of other people had become meaningful and it was obvious that there was more than friendship there. So we felt we'd be responsible and respectful and and be honest about it. But it closed down quite a few friendships for us, um, alienated us from our family for a while. I think us opening our relationship was something that they felt very, they felt personally threatened by it. Um, because it's not something they were aware of, not something they'd grown up with or accepted. So they were having to sort of accept a different kind of idea and ideology. Um, and they could see as well that we didn't have the whole plan. Like, I think people expect when you sort of like come out openly about a lifestyle choice such as this, they expect you to have all the answers, you know, to, to have like a list of rules that works for you, when in fact our the, the thing that we told them is, it's not that we've like found the holy grail of relationships, it's that... We didn't feel that monogamy was working for us on a personal level. Not that it doesn't work for the people, but for us it wasn't right for our relationship. And we're going to explore this, and that scared the hell out of them, because they were like, oh my God, where will this end? You know, like, what are the repercussions of these kind of choices? And I didn't blame them for that, because it's, you know, it's completely new, and something they were not aware of before.
0: What people... Tend to hear if they're non-familiar is the relationship must not be going well you must be unhappy Mm. and this is like a hurrah to try to save your relationship
1: Mm. yeah that was the immediate reaction that people had to be to be honest at the point that uh, my husband and i first opened the relationship we were actually blissfully happy um because both he and i for the first time ever we were completely honest with each other about our desires. I'd been in two other long relationships, never would I have dared tell them, either of them, the things that I told my husband. And the same with him, he was in quite a strict relationship before me. And both of us really kind of social, quite flirtatious characters, and find it quite easy to get close to people really quickly. Um, and we kind of test each other for the first two years of our relationship with conversation until we reached a point whilst having a few drinks one night um of admitting that we'd both like to maybe try what that felt like, and I was so scared, and so was he because we we didn 't know we were you know completely dipping our toe into something we 'd not experienced before, and we ended up going to our first party um in London, and I can go into the details later on another question, maybe, but just to say that we literally skipped out of there. I felt like oh this is so blasphemous, but like the equivalent of a born again Christian who's like discovered this new kind of light this new kind of energy this new kind of idea that like liberates you and frees you because i i simply thought at the time after it happened that i'd had the most incredible time i felt much closer to him and it hadn't damaged us and it was just such a huge um it felt like such a big success and one that neither one of us was expecting we thought that we wanted to do it you know for sort of titillation whereas it, it kind of really deepened our connection and our relationship at that point
0: That's the thing that i think kept coming up where, where and it like well and then when i would relay this to people who haven't gone to sex parties and who didn't spend four months just interviewing people who go to sex parties <laughs> there was like a natural eye roll of hearing like oh it brought you together like it was this deep thing but like then when i Talk to those people who listen to the the series what what I was hearing has been like it's about the liberation to be honest and feel supported in your wants that feels for whatever for for like a million one reasons you you've told yourself you couldn't do because there would be consequences there because you'd be like because that would for some reason ruin things um and there's like then you have to deal with the reality afterwards of like how to navigate this thing and how to deal with the feelings but at first I think like what I what I was seeing was a lot of like just a euphoria of feeling like oh my god I'm not um shunned by this person I love because I have desires that are not being met by exactly
1: and it is actually um something that Tom and I Tom is my husband Tom and I discussed um when we first opened and that's was a little bit painful for both of us to hear and that was that we didn't fulfill all of each other's needs that there was a range of needs and that those needs were changing all the time and that it was impossible and unfair to expect one another to be the you know the sole source of fulfillment in each of those things and um rather than becoming a pain point that became the sort of stimulation for us to try um, to To be able to get those other needs met without damaging our core relationship which was always based upon um, stability um, in terms of our son we have a young boy um, and sort of promising to sort of stay by each other and be life partners so we were like can we get these other needs met without destroying that and, and it has been difficult at times um, especially early on in the relationship I met somebody else I felt very strongly for and that did test us definitely. Um but in in general we've had two other longish term um, meaningful relationships both with women uh, the successful ones. And uh yeah it's been it's been really interesting because I found that I would compromise on my kind of sexuality and the way that I was in order to give Tom what he needed because he has certain needs um sexually. And then he would compromise too to give me those things. But neither one of us, um, when we gave those things, did it because that was our kink. We were doing it for the other person, Mm -hmm. which was great. But then when he met other people and I met other people, those people, their kink was to give those things. So then we didn't have to um, ask for those things of each other as husband and wife. And we started to have a lot more kind of like vanilla sex, but more loving and sort of um, connected sex which then deepened our relationship further so there's been some really kind of like interesting experiences as a result of the um relationship being open and it's an ongoing journey you know you never like you never re- like reach a point where you're like right that's it we cracked it great you know it's always every week a different kind of um experience a different kind of feeling a different kind of um period of growth um but yeah, that's why we do it, I think, to evolve. It's constantly pushing us, challenging us, and changing us. Has
0: being open for six years made the different challenges and the different feelings um if not the challenges themselves, but like the the confidence that you're gonna be able to talk through them and hear one another easier? Like has it gotten easier with time, not necessarily in that like it's not always changing but in that um you have such a like like with every day a different like a stronger foundation yeah
1: i think what we've stopped doing is trying to predict before we go into a new relationship because that's what we tried to do we tried to create models so we'd be like well if this happens then we'll do this if this happens then we'll do this and it was um it was that was difficult because relationships never do what you want them to do they do whatever they want to do they're like they're their own animal and every single one is completely different to the previous one so now the conversations that take place are say if I meet somebody that I really like um, especially on my side because I'd fallen in love with somebody in the past and it had caused problems because that person was monogamous and didn't want to be open but open because he loved me and I thought that might work I know Full well that won't now it's got to be that that person wants to be open too so now when i meet somebody new um tom and i will talk in detail about that person and he will then go and spend time with that person before any kind of anything happens to see how he feels about them and yeah we talk about the person not what we hope will happen but like is this person sort of like open to the do they truly want this are they comfortable with it Will it um it, are we serving them well with it rather than like, oh, what will happen to us? we think about the relationship with the other person instead? uh,
0: how long did it take you to come to come up with that model and to like uh, want to adhere to like like those rules
1: so since the um since the problem caused by my last relationship, I just instantly decided that I would always be a lot more conscious of the process and also a lot more communicative along the way so as soon as that relationship had ended and it took me god it took me about a year and a half to get over it like you know it was a really painful thing because you normally break up with someone because you've gone off them or they do something bad to you none of those things happened I just couldn't do it because I was poly and he was monogamous. So as soon as the, I managed to be able to function again, I spoke to Tom in detail and said, look, I have to be so much more careful, not just for him, but for me, you know, because it hurts like hell. You know, heartbreak is the worst thing in the world. So I said, I'm going to be a lot more careful now. And I have been, and to be fair, there's only been a handful of people that I felt I probably want to get close enough to to have sex because I don't get anything from... Um, one ninth sex unless it's tom and i in like um, a party situation
0: i think that's a big fear that we didn't really cover much in the series we all know how much that sort of like obsession and that sort of like dejection can hurt and it's really hard to imagine not being consumed by one person when that's happening
1: yeah so that was the issue i think with that relationship it wasn't so much the deep feelings that I had going into the relationship that hurt as much as when the relationship was over, Tom literally had to nurse me through my heartbreak, which was very hard for him because I was broken over somebody else and not him. And it did test us a lot.
0: It sounds like the trick is that there is no trick. It's like, you you just got to ride it out and be, uh, be take space to like be jealous that those feelings are there for somebody else and also want to be supportive and that like those things need to, exist simultaneously
1: totally that's humanity in general i think and like we do we always kind of like look to find this kind of like biblical text that will like give us all the answers to all of the possible outcomes and you know like right that's it you know we've got the rules that's it we're fine we're safe within this kind of like um within the parameters that we've set and life's just not like that you know that's the beauty of it at the same time and i think the best thing about a relationship, um, a, a poly relationship, bearing in mind that you're 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 giving the, the two core values, consent and respect, all of the attention they need, is that it means that it's very honest and open. And although that can be painful at times, it does mean that you're sort of, you're really living each moment as it comes, instead of burying things that are not acceptable to talk about and then having to deal with them later, you're like processing as it's happening. Um And that goes for the really beautiful experiences too, you know. Tom and I have a girlfriend at the moment who is incredible. And she literally just, there's like the lights go on in the room when she's around. And she is a natural diplomat, um, very even-tempered, super... Um, emotionally intelligent and aware of other people's feelings and wants and needs and she I worked with her before I introduced her to Tom and she she was all of those things in a professional environment and but just uses the same skill set in our relationship too so there's very little friction with her there and she's yeah she's just a beautiful calming presence wherever she goes but you know obviously we benefit from that as well by being in a relationship with her so it's swings around about you know going from the heartbreak of one relationship into the absolute and utter incredible experience that we're having at the moment with someone else
0: yeah i i mean i could ask a million more questions about like but i guess we should because we're both on time limits <laughs> talk about parties
1: yes.
0: yeah so have you gone to any of the New York parties?
1: I've never been to a party in New York. I've only been to parties in London. Um, but I've spoken to couples and singles who um, are from the States and who've partied out there. And yeah, I feel like the the characters that they are and the things that they want are the same things that, that I and other people in the UK want too. So I thought it was quite interesting to draw those parallels, despite the fact that there's a large body of sea between us that... You know when it comes to sex and parties people sort of want quite similar things
0: so did anything that was in the heat in a series like seem totally different from your experiences
1: no I can't think of anything that really um stands out well there was one I think in one of the earlier episodes a woman was saying about um talking about her husband and whether he might fall in love with somebody else um and she didn't come across as if that really bothered her. She she seemed to feel as safe as any woman in a monogamous relationship would be. But I have found um, more in the scene in the UK, more of a narrative of women actually being more scared of that, the ones that are actually in the scene, and talking about that quite a lot um, and being worried about like how far they should go with it. Um and uh, maybe that's because there are women behind the party and women communicate constantly so that's like more of a theme i felt with the with the females that i'm speaking to um in the uk
0: you're seeing more concern of like of people leaving each other than was that like i presented yeah
1: i think more concern of like is it okay for your partner to fall in love with someone else should it just stay as a sexual exchange or should it be more you know the difference between a sex party a one-night sex party and polyamory for instance like people are sort of treading the line those that are you know in sort of um, outwardly monogamous relationship but inwardly go to like a monthly sex party in the city they're they're like okay now i've met a guy that I'm having deeper feelings for that we've been partying with together and my husband also likes his wife. Is it okay, you know, to develop feelings? Are we playing with fire if we allow that relationship to evolve? And then someone like me who'll kind of like not fight back, but like juxtapose that opinion with like, well, you know, my I'm getting better sex and nicer relationships from um developing deeper connections with people. So I didn't hear so much about that in the um podcasts that you've done so far, but maybe because that's a slightly more, it's a more difficult question and a more difficult subject for people to talk about. Cause people always want to present the best possible version of their lifestyle. And they don't want to talk about things that could go wrong.
0: That was definitely an area that we thought about pursuing, you know, like it's a very different series to focus on yeah. different, different ways that people are open and how they navigate that at different times. Like that we could do five episodes of people, People who have been, you know, open and dating four other individuals, you know, who are like a triad for years, people who are just starting to enter non-monogamy. Like there's, it just seems like a, uh, just a different, uh, hopefully maybe season two, you know? <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, there's definitely no two ways um, the same that I've seen so far. And um, I think that's something definitely that can be explored. And that would give content forever more, you know, because you'll never... Yeah, you'll never find two people who are doing it exactly the same way.
0: Kathy, we did it. Yay! (laughs) Thank you so much. You're welcome.